0: Welcome to Rhema for today. The spirit of God through the Peter said you do something about the devil. Why? Cause you've got authority. You couldn't do it if you didn't have the authority. But you have the authority to do it. You have the authority to do it. Every believer has the same authority that Paul had in Christ Jesus.
1: Welcome to Rhema for today. Kenneth Hagan continues his teaching on the Believer's Authority. More next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan for today's message. Well, I went up there to pastor.
0: I went up there to preach. I didn't tell anybody what he'd said to me. Didn't even tell my wife, really. The church was all divided. The pastor that was there was leaving. He'd failed to get reelected, then tried to get back in, then he didn't get many votes at all the second time, about the third time, less than ever. Now he said to me though, he said, the Lord, you know, here's a spirit-filled man, but you can get wrong, get on the devil's territory if you're not careful. And he said, uh, he, he was in the parsonage, see, and actually he'd been out as pastor for 30 days, they'd given him the privilege to live there, free of charge, paid his bills for him, went ahead and paid him all that month anyway, he wasn't there, treated him very lovely, and so I went by the next morning, in fact, before, you know, and I said to him, I said, well, you know, I'm elected pastor, and I, I knew him, he's a friend of mine, I'd known him for years, and he said, he wouldn't even let me in the parsonage." you see? And I said, well, actually, your time's run out. They give you 30 extra days, and then it's gone. But I want to get in there, because my wife and I want to measure the windows. We have some furniture, but we want to measure the windows about our curtains, and so on and so forth. And so I just said to him, I'm coming in. And I started in, he stepped back first, he wasn't even going to let me in. And then he said to me, Now, Brother again, I can't get out. He said, I, I just, uh, I said, Well, Brother, I'm sorry, but this church has not had a pastor. And it's, in a, it's been in a terrible condition because of all the division. And they haven't had a pastor for 30 days. And we need to get somebody on the senior shepherd, you see, needs to get here to shepherd this flock. And I said, uh, I'm telling you, this is Monday, and I'm heading immediately up, you know, where I had my furniture stored. And Wednesday, I'm back in a truck up here to this parsonage and unloading it. And if you're still here, I'm sorry. I'm just moving in right on top of you. (laughs) Because your time's up. You ought to be out. Well, he reluctantly got out. Then when I got down there, because he's still around there, he let me know that he's put a curse on this church now. Because he ought to still be there as pastor. And God can't bless them. I said, well, I beg to disagree with you. But now God can bless them. Because he told me to come here and pastor the church. And I'm not under the curse. And you can't put one on us. But well, I'm glad that man was big enough when he saw the church was blessed and the building was full and I got him to come to visit some services and the building was crammed jammed and he got it public He said, Folks, I want everybody to know this and I'm glad to publicly admit that I was wrong. I was wrong. I've asked God to forgive me. I will to ask you to forgive me. I said, I was going to put a curse on this church but you are more blessed than you was when I was here. I never did have the building full but it's full. There's people coming that never came. I'm glad I was wrong. Well, he's a big man to do that. It's easy to get in the flesh sometimes. I don't know how come it get off on that, but it did anyhow. I'll not take it back because it's all so. <laughs> Amen. 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 Well, now, you see, he, you, you can't put a curse. How can you curse whom God is blessed? Amen. So many people have faith in the devil's power. Let's have faith in God's power. What the devil can do instead of faith in what God can do. Now, notice he said, You resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Who's he going to flee from? You. 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 That's who he's going to flee from. Hallelujah. Well, I knew then when I looked up that in the dictionary and found in that big dictionary about a foot and a foot and a half thick, that expression to flee from means to run from in terror. I knew then why that demon seemed to be so scared. Now, Jesus gave me another scripture. See, Matthew 28, 18 first, and then Mark, connection with it. 15th chapter, 16th verse, right on through the chapter. And then James 4, 7. And then the third scripture Jesus gave me was Peter, 1 Peter. 1 Peter, chapter 5, verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil is a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Now, uh, Sometimes that's as far as people read. Oh, the devil's after me. Your adversary, adversary means your opponent, one who is arrayed against you, your enemy, that's Satan, as a roaring lion. He didn't say he was one, he said as one, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Now like I said, that's as far as some people read. They said, oh, the devil's after me. They ask us to pray for them. The devil's after me. Pray that he won't get me. Well, the real truth about it is, he's already got you. Amen. <laughs> hey, he's already got you. To do about it. Now you can turn in prayer requests and don't you misunderstand, that we're not belittling prayer. We believe in prayer. You can turn in prayer requests and you can get 999,000 preachers and half of their wives to pray and every radio preacher, and every television preacher, but in the final analysis, until you do something about it, nothing's going to be done. Because there's some things you have to do for yourself. Amen. We might as well face up to it. We have something to do about it. Now, what did he say? Here's the picture. Your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Now, these are Christians that he's wanting to devour. It's not sinners. He's already got them. Amen. Isn't that right? Peter's writing to the church. Now, what are you going to do about him? Are you just going to say, well, we're a whip. You know, nothing we can do about it. Devil's so powerful. He's taking everything over. I guess I'm next. No. No, that's not what you're going to do. What are you going to do? Just sort of roll over and play dead? Maybe he'll go away? Hide your face or stick your head in the sand. Maybe it'll go away. No, no, no. Read the next verse. It'll tell you exactly what to do and tells you to do it. Whom resist steadfast in the faith. I like another translation where it said, whom resist steadfast in your faith. See, that's the way you resist him. Steadfast in your faith. What do you mean, your faith? That is, you resist him steadfast in your faith because you believe what the Bible said about him and what the Bible says about you. You believe that Jesus defeated him. In his death, burial, resurrection, you believe that Jesus authorized you to stand against him. You resist him steadfast in your faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished. Afflictions, that doesn't mean sickness. It means test or trials, same tests, same trials are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Now, as I said, whom resist steadfast in your faith instead of the faith. Now, here Jesus said something to me in this vision that's very apropos to us. He said, Peter did not write this letter to the church. Here's what Jesus said to him. And say, now word has just come to me that God is using our beloved brother Paul in a real unusual way in the claws and handkerchiefs that he laid hands on or carried under the sick the diseases depart from them and the evil spirits go out of them. So if you want to get rid of evil spirits, I suggest you write to Paul. That's what Jesus said to me. That came as a real shocker to me way back there in 1952. No. No, he didn't say get anybody to do it. The Spirit of God through... Peter said, you do something about the devil. Why? Because you've got authority. You couldn't do it if you didn't have the authority. But you have the authority to do it. You have the authority to do it. Every believer has the same authority that Paul had in Christ Jesus. Folks are always asking me why they don't get healed. They're asking me, you know, why this happens and that happens and the other happens. If you listen carefully now, you'll know why it happened because you, you let it happen. You didn't exercise your authority. Now, when we're, when we're baby Christians, we can carry one another for a while on our faith and prayers. Just like in the natural, somebody's got to carry a baby and clothe it, feed it. But the time comes that God intended, see, because he said desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. God intended that you should outgrow that babyhood stage and he won't let anybody carry you after a while and you'll have to be on your own. So that's why that we teach people, praise God to to what belongs to them and we must teach people what belongs to them. Can you say amen? amen? We must teach them what belongs to them. Let's look at it again real carefully here for a moment. Your adversary... Yes, we do have an adversary. We do have an opponent. We do have an enemy, the devil. As a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith or steadfast in your faith. You can do something about it. See, both Jesus, James, and Peter tells us to do something about the devil. Well, there's three references. Now, what about the fourth one? All right, what did Paul say? You have your Bible there, turn to Ephesians 4.27, and let's see what Paul said. We'll find out what Paul said. Ephesians 4.27, Neither give place to the devil. Now, what does that mean? That means don't give the devil any place in you. Now, what does that mean? That means the devil can't take any place in you unless you let him. That means it's up to you then whether the devil has any place in your life or not. It's not up to me. It's not up to your pastor. It's up to you. Neither give place to the devil. Don't you give the devil any place in you. If you give place to the devil then there's nothing Jesus can do because you have the authority and you've given the devil permission.
1: Welcome to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagen family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first in this month's offer is the three-CD set from Kenneth Hagan entitled, Love, Faith's Firm Foundation. Also in this month's offer, the classic book from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, How to Turn Your Faith Loose and the single CD by Kenneth E. Hagin entitled Christ the Deliverer all for the special radio price of $25. Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99 Again, call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99 You can also order online at rhema.org That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G
0: well, honey, Christmas lights are on. Yep. Yes, and it's a beautiful sight.
2: Yeah, and they came on on the the Wednesday night at, before, before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Yes, and they will stay on till uh, nightly through January the first. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come on when it gets just gets dusk or yes. dark, starting to get dark, and they stay on to 11:30 p.m and uh, you can get all the info you want about the rhema lights and uh, just go to rhema lights at dot org dot org yes. <clears throat> you know
1: uh, honey we
0: have almost three million lights this year yeah so it, it is gorgeous and the park oh my goodness the park is just yes. gorgeous Oh, it's gorgeous
2: yes yes and uh you know uh of course, our grandson, Skyler, is in charge of all of that. Yes, he's and, done an awesome and job. And he has worked really <laughs> hard. He said he wanted to make it this year better than it was last year. And, and it is. He is, he is really working. And it is, it is. It is a beautiful sight. And, hey, if you're in driving distance, it's worth the drive to come and see, and and it's 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 free of charge. Now there is places if you'd like to give a donation because the lights are so beautiful. We'll we'll accept that. Yes. But it is it is free. <laughs> you don't have to pay to come. You can drive around the campus, and because it's the whole campus is decorated. Yes, it but, is. The main part is to walk through that through the park. That's it right. It's just fantastic. It's gorgeous. Fantastic.
1: Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue this powerful series. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.